Sweet goddamn, look at this. If it's not the 14th episode of I Learned Nothing. How'd we get this far, man? I have no idea. Well, we have so much further to go. Yeah, that's the problem, is that we're learning about philosophy in every single episode, and I keep thinking, well, there's nothing more to learn. Turns mm-hmm. out, there's uh, so much to learn. There's always something to learn. This, there's no end in sight. We're, uh, we're trapped. <laughs> we yeah, we're stuck here. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we're going to be doing this forever. Ben, I'm going to do this till the day I die. Till the day I die. Um, we're gonna have to end this with like a murder suicide pack. Oh yeah, <laughs> episode one thousand. Yeah, episode one thousand. I take a pill and then just shoot you in the head. Yeah, you just Ep- hear one gunshot. Yeah, and, and then, then you just hear me suffocate. You hear me whisper, "Thank you." Oh god, <laughs> thank you, Daddy. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, my name is Ben Sherlock. I am a Princeton University professor <laughs> charged with teaching you. Who are you? Uh, my name's Pat Dean. I'm a comedian here in Austin, Texas. I don't know anything about philosophy. Uh, ben claims to be a philosophy professor when he has a bachelor's degree in philosophy. It's so funny because anyone University. who, like, if they just listen from, like, episode, like, 12 on, they're just going to assume you're a professor because you keep saying, hi, I'm a professor. <laughs> well, I posted on, on the Facebook page. Uh, I started just promoting, like, uh, people to like the site yeah. or the web, the uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I just call, I just call myself a Princeton professor. I mean, you're lying. <laughs> lying. You're a liar. Lying. It's false advertising. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a point to it. There's a lesson to be learned. There's a lesson to be learned that you're a fucking liar. Yeah, I'm a liar. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're a Nazi. So this is our second installment of our triple stack. Yeah. The Greeks. Yeah. We, we, it's a, we're, this is a, a comedy podcast, but we learn about philosophy. Uh, but we really haven't tackled... The Greek philosophers. This mm-hmm. is only the second one in our triple stack Greek meat trilogy. Yeah, the pedophiles who started it all. Yeah. Um, last last installment. Yeah, I never got caught. Uh, <laughs> well, they got caught. Well, yeah, it wasn't even a concept of being caught. It was just like being seen. And they're like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, let me tell you something about that Socrates guy. Like, look, not for nothing. I'm pretty sure he's like diddling kids. And they're like, well, yeah, we yeah. all do that. Yeah, that's what we all do. We love it. Yeah, loves it. We love it. <laughs> Why not, man? Uh, Socrates. We learned about Socrates. Yes. All right. Do you remember anything about him? Yeah, dude. He was he was the the number one spot, the number one stunner, number one stunner. Yeah. Well, so there's another guy. All right. The uh, uh, the Kobe to his Jordan. Who is it? Plato. Oh, Plato. I want to learn about Plato. You oh, teach me, Daddy. Plato. <laughs> I've been such a good boy. All teach right. me about Plato. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. That's so that's so off-putting. Okay, no, um, it's not. It's uh, welcoming and warm. So yeah, it's ugh. okay. So Plato. All right, what do you know about him? Anything? What I know about him is that he has some sort of uh, one of his thought experiments. Ben mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, something about a guy hanging out in a cave, and, I, <laughs> and then which doesn't seem like much of an experiment. And then he wrote a Plato's Republic. Yeah, there you go. I bet you thought I didn't know that. I kind of yeah, yeah I, I kind of did. 
Yeah. I'm actually, I'm very proud of you. You brought the book with you today. <laughs> That's how you learned it. I <laughs> no, I actually do. How sad would it be if I literally was like, yeah, well, you know. D- just don't admit that to me. <laughs> just let me think that you learned something. Please. I learn. I learn stuff all the time. Well, you're about to learn so much more, bitch. Oh, shit, right, strap bitch. in. Oh, I'm strapped. Okay. Um, I'm strapped, daddy. So <laughs> the thing uh, that you just talked about, the cave dude, that's called the allegory of the cave. And we're going to get into that okay. in a second. That's a whole thing. Uh, and that is in the Republic. And he right. was he was boys with Socrates. Did you he know? was the main boy. He, he was, was his main boy. He was his boy. He was boy number one. Yeah. He was his... Boy number fun. And uh, basically, Socrates was Plato's daddy. <laughs> He was his philosophy daddy. Is his philosophy daddy? Yeah, which Um, is what which is what they just called teachers back then. Philosophy daddies. Yeah, it's very awkward. In Greek, it's I don't know what it is in Greek, but that's the term. If you translate it directly, it sounds more poetic though. (laughs) In Um, the ancient Greek, so Plato, ancient Greeks, right? They were ancient. They're ancient Greeks. So they they lived a long ass time ago. Man, guess guess how long ago? Oh, I'm gonna say 202 BC before Christ. Not bad. Uh, a little actually longer than that. Really? Okay, so Plato... Oh, sorry. BC is now before a common era liberals. Look I don't even bother using that bullshit. It's BC. Yeah. Um, so Plato. Christ. Born before Christ. Christ. Uh, Plato was born in... So people don't really know when he was born. That's how long ago it was. That's so crazy. They think it was somewhere between 428 and 423 BC. What? Yeah. How is, it allow- how is that allowed that they're that old? You ever think about that? <laughs> yeah, you bring this up every single time. You're just amazed that the past happened. It's <laughs> it's true. Like every fucking episode, you say this. You say something about like, can you believe that there were people that like that long ago? Well, dude, it's like, but yeah, man. Where I mean, the where, where their houses come from? They built them. That's nuts. <laughs> why do you, why is that nuts? Because the houses should just always be there. You think that they're just like a part of the natural? Whenever world? I see a house getting built, I'm just like the arrogance. Yeah, the audacity. Yeah. It's, that someone would just do that. Yeah, it's crazy. Can you believe this motherfucker is taking wood and he's like structuring a shelter? It's offensive. What a fucking asshole. What a jerk. Anyway. So this guy's old as fuck. He's old as fuck. He died in 348 or 347 BC. We don't even Again, know. they don't know when he died. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, that's, that's the era that he uh, lived. This is kind of like after the Peloponnesian War. So this is like right after uh, Athens. He was born in Athens. Lived in Athens his entire life, pretty much. Dude, Athens is the place to be. It's really, it, w- it really was. Um, it really, really was at this time. Um, and this is why they're so important. So Athens, for some reason, some people call it the Athenian mi- miracle. Like a lot of um, historians call it that because yeah. it's just very weird how all these very, very brilliant people kind of came in this one spot uh, within like, I don't know, like 200 years of each other. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. I. I don't know why that is. That's a whole thing. Isn't that book Guns, Germs, and Steel about that? Mm, a little bit, but it's it's also just kind of weird that it would happen. So Guns, Germs, and Steel talks, talk, not to get into this too far, but that talks about how, like, basically it had to do with, like, your location and whether you had arable land and you can, like, actually develop farming societies. Yeah. But that doesn't apply to Greece, which is why Greece is so weird, because that place is super fucking rocky, and it was really hard to farm anything. They like. weren't farmers? No, not really. They were more like... I mean, some of them, yeah, there were farmers, but they also just like all of a sudden developed cities and then they kind of just like became a merchant sort of weird uh, uh, culture. Yeah, it's weird. So you always hear about like, you know, ancient Egypt, Mm -hmm. how they do all that stuff. Yeah. What's all this stuff mean? It's probably aliens. Uh Uh-huh. 
You never hear about aliens in ancient Greece. Yeah, well, that's the that's what's weird about ancient Greece is that they there's no were, aliens. It is pretty weird. There were no aliens. Well, that's the, so. I mean, that's one major difference, and why why like the Greeks are taken as like the beginners of Western civilization because it's like this this place where Western values like reason, uh, you know, logic. Um, you know, sex after marriage. Sex after marriage. <laughs> By the way, if you right. listen to this podcast and you've had sex and you're not married, fuck off and unsubscribe. Right. Yeah, you are. Please stop following us. We only want people who are going to heaven to listen to this. Yeah, we're a godly podcast. We're a Christian podcast now. You know, I knew a guy who saved himself from marriage, was not religious. That's insane. Yeah. Why? I don't know. All right, anyway. <laughs> so think um, about that. Um, was his name Isaac Newton? His name was Michael. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, of course. That's such a virgin ass name. <laughs> Michael? Yeah. <laughs> I am Michael the Virgin. Yeah, I know. That's um, how he yeah, introduced you know, himself. You don't have to add the second part. Um, all right. So basically, Greece, uh, just, there was a lot. It was a party, dude. There was all these. It kind of seems like all it. They're all just thinking on. and drinking wine. and They're all drinking wine. Oh, so one thing is that since they were like a merchant culture, I guess, they were getting a lot of like. Uh, ideas coming from all these different places. Persia. Uh, yeah, Persia, Egypt. Um, they hated Persia. Yeah, they fought a war. Yeah. Um, but 300. Uh, yeah. The war was called 300. I don't remember, yeah. <laughs> um, Los Trescientos. Um, oh, shit. That's Spanish for you. That, Dang, yeah. Daddy. Mm-hmm. Spanish, Spanish Ben is back. Daddy. Spanish Ben is here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Plato... <laughs> Uh, was part of kind of this whole tradition that was that was just starting out. They started the whole Western philosophical tradition. Yes. Um, Socrates is the guy who influenced the start of it, and he's kind of remembered as like the guy who really started it all. But Plato is the first one who put actually pen to paper and like actually came up with the first real solid philosophical writings in the form that you kind of see it today. So, and you mean this not metaphorically? You mean they actually wrote it because the other guy didn't write anything. Socrates down. didn't write anything, and and so there's no real way to know what Socrates actually believed. Um, I know we talked about him a lot in the last episode, but a lot of that is really mostly just conjecture. That's so weird. Yeah. The only things we know about Socrates is that historically he started this, this tradition of kind of honing in on definitions of what these terms are uh-huh. and these concepts are. And that's what's important. We'll get more into that in a second. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Plato is really the first guy. He's like the guy behind the guy. Uh, because this is what's also weird. Plato wrote all these dialogues and also the, the, in the Republic, uh, the characters that he used, um, the main arguer or the main like character was Socrates. So what, what, what this book is, is it's, um, it's, it's a list of essays or, or it's, or it's, or it's, he's written fiction or what do you, what do you, what, mean, what do you what, mean by that? The Republic? Yeah. When you say that like Socrates is a character. Yeah. So sounds the, like a Charlie Coffin kind of thing. It is. Yeah. It is kind of like a Charlie Coffin kind yeah. of thing. That's totally weird. Yeah. Fuck, you yeah. just blew my mind. Yeah, I'm a fucking deep thinker, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well. But you didn't include that in your dissertation. Well, my dissertation wasn't anywhere near what we're talking about right now. Well, it should have been. That's <laughs> what I'm learning. Um, I could have been helping you out this whole time. I didn't write a dissertation. I just wrote a thesis. Uh, well, okay. Um, there's a difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ben's glasses yeah. slid so far down his nose. Yeah, and I had to push them up. They landed in his mouth. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> These taste delicious and familiar. Just Ben alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Um, okay, so okay, yeah. So, so the, how does the Republic work? The Republic is basically this. Um, it's not 
like a philosophical essay the way that you like most philosophy the way it's done it's like an essay where people just kind of say here's my idea these yeah. are what the terms are blah 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 terms uh, and conditions yeah terms, terms apply kind of terms and conditions apply yeah um fixed rate yeah zero uh, percent APR hell yeah um it's not a bad deal yeah philosophon every uh, Labor Day anyway um but Plato actually kind of spiced it up and made it like <laughs> actually like a almost like a play. Uh, or like a short story where each um, Socrates basically represents his point of view. Uh, Socrates is like the character that, um, uh, that espouses his doctrine or his philosophical theory. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, And what's really interesting too, is that he just, he doesn't have just Socrates like announce it or whatever. Uh, The way the Republic works is okay. Here's the plot of the Republic. Um, Basically it's uh, Socrates and some of his followers are, uh, invited to uh, just kind of hang out at this really rich dude's like manor or whatever. Okay. Uh, hey, you guys want to come over and think? Kind of, yeah. It's like <laughs> Netflix and chill. Sort of like Netflix and chill. But yeah. remember, there was no Netflix. It was people just had to like talk. Well, dude, that's people why used to have conversations back in the day. That's, that's why like they got everything done. That's why they yeah. were able to establish Western philosophy. They weren't sitting around watching Stranger Things. They had better things to do. I mean, that is kind of yeah. That is a huge thing to it. I, I think. I mean, there were there was there was entertainment like there were plays, right? Um, drama started with the Greeks too, which is insane. Oh, um, really? Yeah, basically like the, theatrical drama, like putting on plays, writing plays, and then having people act them out. That's the that's something that the Greeks invented. It must too. have been weird to see that for the first time. You just yeah. walk. Why? What's going on over there? Oh, uh, check it yeah. out. Why are they? Oh, all... you just killed that guy. No one's stopping this. No, it's not real. Exactly. What? Yeah, yeah, it must be insane because it's like, why is everyone on this like one raised platform? Why can't they move away from it? Yeah, and also, why are they saying these weird things that obviously never happened? I know that guy. I know he—that's not his name, <laughs> and he didn't do that. Hey, and um, real like, quick, you're a liar, sir. You're you didn't li- do any of this, sir. sir? S- excuse me, sir. You're a liar. A bigger liar. You're lying. Even a bigger liar than fucking lion Ben over here. Yeah, I'm. So, oh, so here's the thing. I'm. So I'm not a liar. I'm just acting online. Oh. Mm-hmm. There you go. Boom. You're having fun online. Just having some fun. So, Plato. Yeah, these guys invented everything, man. They really kind of did. They invented architecture. One guy invented geometry. It's Euclid. Just one guy? Euclid, yeah, kind of. Euclid? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of him before? No. Have you ever, you've never heard of Euclidean geometry? I, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe. I'm you sure might have. Point. I mean, like, you probably wouldn't have heard it that much after, like... Isn't it in a comic book? Then No. <laughs> It'll be in a comic book eventually. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, this is kind of an interesting conversation to have, but I think it's a little too wide in scope. It's so wide. But, yeah, but the Greeks Geometry. Did it. Yeah. Um, and then the main thing, the main kind of driving force behind everything was philosophy, was yeah. what Socrates started and what Plato refined. And Plato really refined this. In his crazy-ass book. Yeah. So, so they go to this guy's fucking like mansion or whatever. Okay, right. So back to the plot. Yeah. They go to the the this guy's mansion. He's this really like rich dude. Um his name is uh Cephalus. Um his son Polymarchus is the one who So basically they're <laughs> they're at this yeah, they all have these like Come on, names. guys. <laughs> um get it together. Well, so uh, uh Socrates is is hang- I'm going to start it again. Yeah. Plato is I'm not not Plato, but kind of Plato. Socrates is basically just Plato, but you know, it's his, it's like right. an allegory or whatever. Okay. He represents Plato's thoughts. Sure. In this case. 
So Socrates is at these like um, sacrifices. It's like a festival season or what or whatever. It's like they're some holiday for their like Greek pagan religion or whatever. Zeus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they were celebrating, but it was like an important time of year. There are all, all these festivals. Yeah, and uh, that's where it opens. It opens on like Socrates and his like you know gang of misfit you know victims are uh, just hanging out and celebrating these festivals and this guy paul marcus sees them and he's like oh it's fucking socrates come on and hang out with us oh socrates oh oh Oh, my my man yeah exactly and so he's like how's your mother right uh kind of like that like all chummy and then they're like uh you know why don't you come up uh to to my crib and we'll fucking kick it and smoke a blunt and shit dang and he's like and my dad's gonna be there and my dad is rich as fuck (laughs) hey you want to come over and smoke a blunt with me and my dad yeah (laughs) i can't wait yeah we're gonna gonna kill some fucking goats and then we're gonna (laughs) pour blood on our faces Light some weird fires, burn sage to some insane goat god. Man, they they did it right, dude. They fucking I, knew how to do it. It was kind of tight, man. Yeah. I really kind of wish it, like, other than the, like, you know, not living past 50. Yeah, the kid touching <laughs> and the constant warfare. Everything yeah. else seems pretty cool. Right. The the It seemed like a fucking party. Yeah, man. Um. Anyway. So, Guys yeah. thinking. Yeah, and so when people just thinking, and that was like the most exciting thing to do. They're like, this is better than Stranger Things. Theater of the mind. Ooh, that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good term for the allegory, of the cave. Okay, well we'll let's, let's let's we'll get to that. Yeah. Now, I love um, this guy. Yeah. So basically, it's pretty cool. Um, I I, I want to say up front that I don't necessarily agree with like a lot of a lot of his actual the content of his ideas. Uh huh. But he was uh, extremely important for very obvious reasons. Well, the that fact gonna, that he even did it. Yeah. The fact that he came up with this stuff. He yeah. was the first one to do it. Yeah, if you watch I mean, The Great Train Robbery, you're like, this fucking movie blows. Yeah. But it was like, you know. It was groundbreaking. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like the first in the in a new medium, basically. Yeah. Um, that's basically what's happening. Uh, Plato was just kind of inventing and, defi- and kind of setting up the rules for this entirely new um, like tradition or medium of thought. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, in this... Uh, in the Republic, they go to this guy's house, and then uh, Socrates and this guy's dad, uh, Cephalus, um, they start talking about like what is justice, and they just kind of start shooting the shit. But then it very quickly uh, turns into like a philosophical discussion. That's start, interesting. Yeah, although it starts out just like, "Hey, what's up? How you been doing? Doing pretty good. Crops coming in okay. Kind of justice. Wait, yeah. what? Okay, well, sort of like that. Basically, the way that, that the thing unfolds is <laughs> uh, he shows up. Cephalus is like super old and he's rich as fuck. And so Socrates kind of is like, oh, hey, so how are you doing? Uh, how's how's growing old? Is being old like what everyone says it is, which sucks. <laughs> and uh, Cephalus is, you know, in an interesting way, actually says all the characters. This is what's cool about the Republic is that all the characters are actually like kind of three dimensional. And actually kind of have a personality, hmm. um, even though they're also just kind of mouthpieces for different points of view. Um, so this is not based on a real actual thing. It's just. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not. It's not like. Yeah, it's not like a transcription of an actual event. Okay. It's just Plato's just kind of imagining this thing. Right. Um, he's just playably in Plato. Yeah, kind of. And he's using real people like most of the people in the Republic are said to have existed, um, but they don't really None of none of none, nothing that happens in the Republic is is you know necessarily real happened in real life, 
but anyway, that's we're getting sidetracked there. Yeah. Um, so Cephalus, in response to Socrates asking, "Hey, does being old sucks suck?" Uh, Cephalus is like, "No, actually, I mean, yeah, there's some stuff that sucks. Like, you know, my knees kind of hurt, and you know, I'm I'm tired a lot more and stuff like that." But he says, "But it's kind of chill that like the passions get tamped down, and I'm not as stressed out about the things anymore." Because being old, like, I just don't really give a shit anymore. You give yeah. less of a fuck when you're old. And he's like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that there's lo- this less, God, less of a... I love that they had that back like, then. Yeah. Again, I'm much mm-hmm. amazed by the fact that people weren't, like, chimpanzees. <laughs> like, you mean Socrates wasn't swinging from tree to tree, <laughs> eating, opening bananas with his feet? That's crazy. It would be so funny if he just kind of, like, swung down from a tree just out of nowhere. You're like, what? Yeah, banana and he's like, with justice. And I'm like, get out of my face, dude. Where, yeah, why are you swing? Why do you have a tail? <laughs> <laughs> just eating a banana, just looking at you, waiting for you to answer. Chomping, yeah, just chomping on a banana. Yeah, just wants to know what justice. Just is. wants to know. Um, so, Would you like some nosh? Can yeah, you he wants that? some nosh. <laughs> He's Jewish now for yeah. some reason. Um, so, yeah, so they they kind of have this back and forth a little bit, and then uh, <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. Cephalus goes eh, i don't know i mean like being old is kind of kind of uh it's it's all right it's kind of tight there's some drawbacks to it um i am afraid of death but anyway i gotta go finish these sacrifices later and then oh, he wow. just kind of laughs while he walks away <laughs> and then <laughs> what and then we never see him again <laughs> <laughs> what a weird way to yeah. end uh, that character leave right <laughs> that's so strange yeah so so this again so this is like kind of showing how <laughs> this is plato doing this thing for the first time which is like trying to like you know uh uh open up uh almost a new art form of like how do we explain philosophical ideas in writing form and he's like sometimes he's not the best at it like he's not a great writer like he doesn't know exactly how to like kill off a a, a character. Well, clearly, I mean. <laughs> so he's just like he's just gonna. I'm just gonna have him like walk away. It's like in a sitcom where like a character like. <laughs> but he's walks learning. Up, walks upstairs yeah. and then you just never like they're written yeah. out of the show. You never see him again. Kind of. Yeah. So that's what Plato did. So the people in at who did uh, Family Matters, which yeah. is that show that you're talking about, I think. Yeah, that's um, based on uh, Plato. Most of it. Well, so I was saying like they. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They that's an homage to Plato. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Carl Winslow is Socrates. Yeah, basically. Plato's Eddie. Um, yeah, and uh, Aristotle is Steve Urkel. Oh man, mm-hmm. we haven't even talked about that guy yet. That'll be the next one, I think. That's the next one. Yeah. So so what so you so you're saying some of the stuff in the book? What's some of the stuff that you, that you're like? Ah, oh, this is shit. This isn't a thing I believe in. Um, so I'm I, bad. And I think I'm better than Plato. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not like parts of the book that I disagree with. Okay. It's, it's like just central things about his whole philosophy. It's not that I don't. It's not that I disagree with them. I just think they're a little outdated. And well, people I mean, it have is refined from... it. Yeah, it is from <laughs> over two thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. twenty five hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like out of date. How come there's not like better female written characters? I don't know. It's really right. long. I don't really like how he handles race. You know, um, <laughs> it's like it's like they didn't know that black people existed. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about Carthage? They knew about that. Yeah, but that's like, well, I don't know. That's the Mediterranean. And they were all kind of swarthy, too. I mean, like, yeah. I, a lot of our perceptions of, like, these Greek dudes uh, are very much colored by the Renaissance painters. Co- who yeah, painted them, I see what you did there. Yeah. What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> who <laughs> painted them as just these white dudes with, yeah. like, white beards and, like, you know, crazy white hair. Um, 
but they were they're Mediterranean. They're Greek. So you've seen a Greek person recently. They're like swarthy as fuck. Well, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember Zach Galifianakis, uh, I read an interview with him where he's talked about it, like, his like, uncle was like running for like Senate or something. Yeah. And everyone, like the way that they like, his opponents smeared him and like the 40s and 50s, let's just say he was black. Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't. He was just He wasn't. Greek. He was just tan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anyway. God, yeah. We don't know what anyone looks like. It's crazy, right? Like we have such a, like, like, like a thing in our head yeah. of what someone looks like. It's like you're like you, they're not, you're saying like your, your mother is from south america but she's white right yeah so she's white because she's her her entire uh uh like her ancestry is like just from spain yeah um it's crazy yeah we don't really think about stuff like that not really why i don't know i mean like just fucking the media it's the fucking media man it's the fucking media dude well like jesus like everyone thinks jesus looks looked white um but he actually looked more like um uh who's that guy in in the league uh the crazy dude i don't know if you ever watched that no Mansukas or something like that? I don't know. Fuck. Ah, all right. Whatever. Would you consider Jesus to be a philosopher? Well, I don't know. I mean... I don't know either. A he little. Teaches. I mean, he, I guess he, he you could call him a philosopher in a, in a very, very like narrow sense because he did advance certain like specific ethical theories. Um, yeah. Like turn the other cheek and, and um, you know treat your enemy as your friend. Yes. I mean, that was kind of radical and an entire way of like interacting with hu- other human beings that people were not ready for, obviously not well, I mean, ready they for. they literally murdered him. <laughs> they murdered him in a very painful way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Sorry, that's my dad's fault. That's right. Um, He's a good man. Yeah. Uh, he had good intentions. So what you're saying is that uh, race is a confusing, massive construct that we have no uh, idea about. Right, and it's, it's largely artificial. Yeah. Um, Anyway, back to uh, the Republic. I'm like an equal. I'm an equal opportunity offender. It's, those are the worst people. Remember, people would say that. <laughs> people still do. A lot of people still do. Yeah. Um, they're called hacks. <laughs> <laughs> they're called uh, people who are bad at comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's, I like how people go. Well, you know, I'm an equal opportunity offender, but you know, most of my jokes are about black people and Mexicans, right? right? But you don't <laughs> offend the other. That's not what that what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's. That's this is very productive, but let's not get. We're a productive too far. dude. We're. Uh, we're. Well, I just said produ- we're a productive dude. We should probably stop drinking I mean, during this podcast. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> we've become Ben. You and me, we've become yeah. one. <laughs> we're one being what would Plato say about that that fucking hack uh, he might be down with it um, in, a, in a okay so I'll, I'll give, I'm gonna give you a little taste here uh, he might a little dibble he might consider that um, the fact that we're both human beings and uh, humanity with a capital H is Whoa. one of his platonic forms it's like a, an ideal platonic forms yeah oh brother I'm way familiar with that it's very sad <laughs> anyway, how are you? How are you familiar with that? <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Nah. Um, that's another issue. That's uh, oh yeah, that's called me uh, being lonely. Yeah, so that's a whole other the, issue. But the, we'll, we'll move on. It's called the Greek friend zone. The, gr- um, <laughs> <laughs> the Greek zone. <laughs> the Greek zone. <laughs> um, just a whole country of dudes never getting laid. <laughs> yeah, it's called the hey, Greek man, zone. I've, I'm I'm there too. Sometimes, sometimes, you know. Yeah, I spend I spend uh, many years there. It's, a, it's rough. Yeah. Um. So. But aside from that, yeah, the platonic forums, we'll get into that in a second. Let, let me finish up with the Republic here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, um, yeah. The Republic. Uh, it was like, do you want to learn about the Republic? And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, That's our Hugh Hefner impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, 
Plato's Republic is divided into ten books. Fuck and yeah. by books, it's not literally like a, an individual books. It's basically ch- just chapters. Right. Just think of them as chapters. Um, there's these ten chapters, and it kind of progresses as like Socrates is just kind of talking to all these people at this party. So um, the the whole all ten books take place at this party. Yeah, it's all in this a party. Wild party. It's man. just this discussion that they're having. Yeah. Um. So you know, he talks to Cephalon for a little bit. Cephalon just pieces out. <laughs> like just Irish exits yeah Greek exits um, I'm scared to death see you later <laughs> yeah a Greek exit is uh, instead of um, you know blacking out and not saying goodbye to everybody it's just when you say oh hey I have to go slaughter a goat now so I'm out of here <laughs> um, that's a Greek goodbye that's a Greek goodbye yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah he just he started interrogating people about justice and life and truth and then you're like all right i gotta go slaughter an animal but you just leave you start this weird dialogue and then leave yeah um so that's yeah so so cephalon greek buys um his son kind of uh resumes the conversation and uh that's polymarchus polymarchus is cephalon's son what's his name polymarchus Oh, dude, I swear dude. to God, for what a second, I thought you were saying his first name was Paul and his last name was Marcus. Oh, was Paul like, Marcus. It's like, why are you saying his name like that? That's that, really strange. That might be an, uh, an easy way to do that. Uh, Yum MC, Paul that. Marcus. Paul and Marcus. Um, okay. This might be a little helpful here. Okay. In the Republic, Finally. the main characters are it's Socrates and his gang, and his gang consists of these... His crew of men. Yeah, these three other dudes. Uh, Thrasymachus... <laughs> These, some of these are <laughs> thrustomatic, thrustomatic, <laughs> Glaucon, and Adamantus. Um, yeah, that's what Wolverine has in his claws. Yeah, and I don't know this. I <laughs> Come think, on, that was funny. I, no, no, no. It is funny. I think I think that whoever came up with that might might have like actually named that material after this dude. Um, Dang. So anyway. So yeah. I went again. Thra- uh, what, what did you call him? Thrust? Thrustomatic. Thrustomatic. Adamantium. Glaucoma and, and adamantium. And glaucoma. Yeah. Um, so this wild. is the three what a wild party. in Socrates's. What an unbelievably strange party this <laughs> Entourage. is. Entourage. <laughs> I, went, I went to a party. Who was there? Where there was unbreakable metal. Yeah. There was a sex robot. <laughs> and then and there was eye a disease. horrible disease. <laughs> but we have pods, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, so what are these creeps saying? So those four, the Socrates, Thrustomatic, Glaucoma, and uh, Adamantium, <laughs> they uh, come over to Paul Marcus's house, and his dad, Cephalon, is there. Or Cephalus, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Cephalus pieces out. Paul and Marcus uh, resumes the conversation with Socrates about, like, you know, what is, uh, what is morality, what is the good, and what is justice. Okay. And Paul and Marcus is an idiot. Really? He's a huge idiot. Um, Poor basically guy. he just doesn't really think that much. He just has heard these things about like what it is, like, you know, once, when your parents tell you, you know, don't lie because it's bad. Uh, you know, uh, if you don't have anything nice uh, to say, don't say it at all. Like those yeah. proverbial things mm-hmm. that That's parents him. just tell their children. Um, Paul, Paul Marcus is basically like a child who just never looked inwardly and thought about these things yeah, and Paul. questioned them. He just accepted them and that's it. And so Socrates is like questioning him about what he thinks justice is. He's like, oh, what this do you guy? think yeah. justice is? That's another thing I forgot to say I remember about him is that he just was murdered because he just annoyed the shit out of everybody. I know, but it's like it's for a good cause. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's got a good point to it, which is like think about the things that – think about like your preconceptions. Hey, Socrates, we're at a party. I'm Paul Marcus. So that's the, the – the, yeah, that's Like it. let's just hang. <laughs> Why? I mean, why are we even? 
Yeah, right. So Paul Marcus, but Paul Marcus can't deal. So he's like, <laughs> he can't hang. He can't hang. <laughs> he got too high. <laughs> and so he kind of like, Can we just like watch a movie. Yeah. He kinda, he does his best to like answer Socrates's questions. And then, and then he just is like, I'm going to go help my dad. And then he just walks away. And then we don't see him again for the rest of the thing. What is up with this fucking book? <laughs> it's, so it's Dude, Plato show up and then just leave. It's Plato's first attempt and he's doing his best. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, um, I mean, shit. He's not really concerned with the actual narrative structure of it. He's concerned well, with obviously. getting his philosophical ideas out there. Um, and so the next guy that resumes the conversation with Socrates is uh, Thrustomatic. Oh, this guy, <laughs> the sex robot, the Japanese sex robot. He's a Japanese sex robot. He's also uh, what's called a sophist. Um, a sophist? A sophist. I don't even know what that is. All right. So, yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm going to explain it. Uh, I got to get into that real quick. Okay. Um, a sophist was basically there were these dudes in Greece before... So there are like philosophers, like legit philosophers, and that was like people like Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, um, Diogenes. The crew. The crew, yeah. They're like the Rat Pack. They're like the Wu-Tang Clan of philosophers. They're the Wu-Tang Yes, exactly. They're the Greek the Greek Wu-Tang, Tang, yeah. The Greek Tang. The Greek Tang. That was hard to say. Uh, they need a better nickname. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so there's those guys, and then they're uh, like, like punk bitches Whoa. called the Sophists. And what they were, were they were like kind of smart dudes, but all they really gave a shit about was like selling their, how, how smart they were to like rich uh, families to basically tutor their kids hmm. and teach them how to be like, like really savvy and slick in conversation and in argument. Now they sound like a lot of uh, comedians I saw in Los Angeles this past weekend. <laughs> just really want you to know they're smart. Yeah, kind of. They're, they're, oh, is there like a structure and there's like a joke at the end? No. No, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. It's just all references and it's like, cool. I'm just going to group all these like different things into one like, That's word cool. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they use like these tricks, sleights of hand to like confuse people. Um, they don't really have any like convictions of their own. They sound like real troublemakers. Well, basically the way that's, that's how the Republic paints them. That's how Plato like personifies them. Who knows if they're, if they're all actually like that. Right. But Plato and the crew, the Greek tank clan, yeah, they really did not like these guys because they, they thought they were fucking posers. Um, really? Yeah, because they didn't really think about these ideas. These guys, <clears throat> sophists are hot topic philosophers. Yeah. Nailed them. Sure. <laughs> Nailed them, Ben. What do you mean my hot topic? Hey, you guys are going down. Posers. Oh, just posers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the pen's fine. mightier than the sword, bitch, and I just proved it. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, I, there wasn't a pen. I was speaking. But words are it's, better than guns, it's a, motherfucker. It's a metaphor. Yeah, it's Pat fine. Dean. Twenty seventeen. <laughs> write it down. Co- copyright. Copyright. Dean Man um, Industries. Dean Man Industries. <clears throat> All right. So basically, so uh, Thrustomatic is this uh, is one of these sophists. He's this dude. He's really fucking arrogant. He thinks he's fucking slick. Uh, he thinks he I knows. Hate this guy. He knows what justice is and stuff like that. He doesn't really know what justice is, and he, nor does he really care. All he really wants to do is impress people by convincing them like, right. of thinking that he knows what justice is. Okay. It's kind of like a, it's more of a performance where you're like, I'm going to pretend it's like a politician uh, or, um, a, you know, a spin doctor or something. I, I keep using that term spin doctor. I used it last time and <laughs> I keep thinking yeah. of two princes, but, um, well, if you want to call me baby. Yeah. And well, this guy basically wants everyone to call him baby. Then, um, if you want to tell me maybe, just go ahead. Just go ahead now. 
Um, you want to buy me flowers, Ben? Mm-hmm. I want to talk for hours. <laughs> so I listened to the song way too many times. <laughs> did you did you listen to it like recently? No. <laughs> oh, you just memorized it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny because I don't I don't rem- I have memorized the lyrics, but I just recognize them when you when you say them. Well, it's, like, it's a powerful that's, song. That's that song. Anyway, it's basically Plato's Republic of pop songs. It's the Plato's Republic of pop, song, pop songs. Yeah. This is, again, this is the, you know, linking each philosopher to a musician. Right. Plato is the Spin Doctors. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, the Spin Doctors are all three. That's The Spin Doctors are Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle. The Spin <laughs> the Doctors. Spin doctors. Yeah. <laughs> so does he the shut The three this, princes. Does he, sh- <laughs> does he shut this fucker down? He shuts him the fuck down real hard, too. <laughs> Where basically, yeah, Socrates just fucking, like, mops the floor with him. Um, and then... This is what's really interesting about uh, what's really interesting about the the Republic in particular, but also just kind of like just the Greek writing style uh, as a whole. Um, and this is not even just philosophy, but this is like more of an artistic thing. Um, the idea of the artistic use of irony starts here, starts with Plato and uh, his dialogues. The way he depicts Socrates in this moment where he like, like totally destroys Thrasymachus is he kind of goes, he gets him to a point where Thrasymachus or, uh, uh, Thrasymatic, he, uh, kind of sort of admits defeat. And then, and then as soon as he admits defeat, Socrates goes, no, no buddy. I mean, you had some good ideas. You definitely had some good ideas and kind of like props him up again. Weird. To start like trying to argue again. Cause Socrates isn't done with him. It's like a, like a cat, like Tim playing with a mouse, right? Before he fucking murders him. Whoa. Yeah, he wants to keep Thrustomatic alive so he can <laughs> He wants keep him to keep thrusting. Him. Yeah, he wants, he wants him to keep thrusting. Yeah. So he kind of builds... Keep thrusting. <laughs> keep shining. Well, I don't even know what that song is. It's a song. From, by who? Knowing you can always count on me for sure. I still don't know. That's what thrusting's for. <laughs> anyway... Thrustomatic kind of gets his uh, his thrust back. He gets his thrust back. Yeah, that's such a horrible word. Yeah, thrust. And it's, it is really bad. And um, he kind of starts arguing again. And uh, instead of and so Socrates, instead of like actually just directly refuting him, just sort of starts like patronizing him <laughs> and being like, "Yeah, that might be true, buddy." Oh, that's really? Totally true. Yeah, what like that. Yeah. So he starts. He's he turns into kind of like. So that's what the irony is. It's that he's he's. Instead of like directly, <laughs> instead of directly like refuting him, he's, he just he's, start, he's just making fun of him. Huh? Yeah, and that's just this interesting thing about a the Republic, but also generally just like how Socrates is depicted as this guy who like just likes to fuck with people. Yeah, um, just for fun, kind of. It's it's like a yes, he is kind of invested in this search for truth, but then also he has no respect for these sophists, so he just fucks with them. Hmm. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so there's that. But eventually, Thrustomatic uh, gets, like, annoyed, and he just walks away. And do we ever see him again? Um, yeah, no, he, we never see Plato, him Plato, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, because he's basically, like, it's like Socrates just, like, kind of shooting them down. Yeah. Right? And so after he's done with each person, they're, they just are gone. Because and he's trying to get to this truth, right? And they got together at the end, and they're like, is there any hemlock at this party? Like, we gotta do something <laughs> yeah, about this guy. basically, right? Um, so then... Uh, the next, the next thing, the rest of the book is basically uh, uh, these two guys, Glaucon, Glaucoma, and Adamantium. 
Um, and they're arguing with Socrates, trying to figure out what justice is. Yeah. Um, and then a big part of it, the reason it's called the Republic is because um, uh, the perfect state, the perfect Republic, or the perfect government is supposed to be like an outward manifestation of the idea of justice. And then that's how we get into the platonic forum thing. Right. All right. So uh, I'm going to shorten this part up real quick because we're, right. we're kind of running out here. Um, so Glaucon uh, and uh, Adamantus, uh, a.k.a. Glaucoma and Adamantium, uh, there are such a stupid podcast. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. I love that. I love that Thrasymachus uh, was named Thrustomatic. <laughs> Thrustomatic. It's not even a thing. Thrustomatic three thousand. <laughs> he has to have like a thousand at the end of it. I will love you when no one else will. <laughs> yeah. Look at my arguments, prowess. I um, do not like Socrates, but I will thrust. <laughs> I am your enemy. You. Um, all right, but anyway, he's basically. He, uh, so he deprograms uh, Thrustomatic 3000. Um, he, and then so he moves towards glau- uh, Glaucoma and Adamantium. Adamantium and Glaucoma are actually pretty smart dudes. Yeah. Um, they're... Uh, are they? Well, yeah, they're actually more, they're more invested in the conversation, and they actually do really kind of care about finding what, what justice is. And so they kind of go back and forth, and they discuss, like, you know, how do you... How do you construct the perfect state that has to be based off of justice? Well, what's justice? Well, let's figure it out. And they kind of keep asking these questions to each other. And it kind of goes in a circle. At that point, when it's just those three, it stops being so antagonistic. And it just becomes like like a brainstorming session where you're trying to figure it out. Uh, and, you know, people have disagreements, but it's not like personal disagreements. It's just like, you know, they're trying to get to the bottom of this. What is this? What is justice? Um and uh, eventually they get to, like, how do we know what justice is if justice is this, like, conception that, you know, will possibly never manifest, manifest itself in reality. It's just this idea that we have. And then that's the clincher. That's where it gets really big. And that's where it relates to the allegory of the cave. Ah, uh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait to learn about this cave. Yeah, and so basically... Look forward to this all day. Right, they're like... Well, if we can never understand, like, how justice, like, presents itself in real life, in, like, concrete, um, you know, experience, like, how do we know it's even there? Or, like, you know, or how does it, how does it show itself? I don't know. So, these are, like, these very crazy questions that they're all asking Socrates. And then Socrates goes, all right, let's think of it this way. And he starts laying out the, the allegory of the cave. And this is the allegory of the cave. And now, is this, <laughs> is this Socrates... So hold on. So I know that Socrates is a character that Plato's mm-hmm. writing based on a real person. Yeah. Is, do you think this is something that Socrates discussed with Plato, or is this Plato's idea through the mouthpiece of this character? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's quite possible that uh, Socrates had these beliefs as well, but no one can ever know because he never wrote anything down. Yeah. And the only thing we know about what he actually thought are from the accounts of other people. And... Uh, that kind of differs from source to source. So it's, it's really, really hard to tell what Socrates actually thought. Um, I think it's probably safer to just believe that this is just Plato's idea. Okay. And Plato gets the credit for this, especially the allegory of the cave. Um, using this example to illustrate this idea is Plato's. Um, okay, so it's basically this. <laughs> Socrates is like, imagine that there are these prisoners who are chained to this uh, 
they're chained in this cave and they're staring at like this bo- the back wall of the cave. All right. All right. Um, they're, they were born that way <laughs> and they just grew up that way. They're literally chained from like a so baby. So they were born chained in a cave. Yeah. Uh, let's ignore the fact that that's weird that like how did you just put a baby in a cave, you chain them up um, and then you're, they're chained in there in a way where they can't turn their neck to look at, at around behind them and they can't turn to look at the people next to them. Um, they can only stare straight in front at this wall. <laughs> um, what a shit like. Yeah, and they can't escape. Um, and uh, basically, so all these prisoners are there. They grew up inside this cave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It's insane. Okay, How many? Like, like everyone. Just It doesn't matter. It's, it's, a, it's, it's an allegory. Group. <coughs> it's an allegory. Whoever fits in the cave. It's it's a it's a metaphor, all right. Blah. It's illustrating a thing. Just I'm getting to that. Just all wait, right. all right. Just hold the fuck on. Well, I'm, this makes no sense. It. it will make sense if you just shut the fuck. I was up with and Plato listen. until this. Well, so listen, all right. So now there's this fire, a huge fire that's burning um, behind uh, the prisoners. That's like you know casting light, flickering light against the back of the cave. Yeah. Okay. And between the fire. And the prisoners... The fire and the flames. Yeah, the fire... The, we carry on. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Dragon force. Between <sighs> the fire and uh, the prisoners, right? They can't see the fire, right? Because they can't turn around. All they see is the flickering light uh, on the wall. There's this... Uh, there's another kind of very low wall uh, behind them. Okay. Between the fire and the, and the prisoners. And there are these other people, people basically who run this like cave prison, who... <laughs> Who duck down behind the wall and prop up these like objects, like like statues or like uh, what vases, um, you know, little shapes of animals or whatever, and they kind of dance on like a puppet show, you know, behind the wall or just above the wall, so that the shadows uh, are presented on the wall, the other wall, the wall that the um, prisoners are looking at. Sure, because the light from the fire is casting the shadow, right? Right. All right. So these people grow up just staring at these shadows. These people. Yeah, uh, the prisoners. Right. The prisoners just grow up staring at these shadows on the on the wall of the cave. Also, the people who are casting the shadows with these puppets are uh, kind of talking to each other. And when they talk to each other, they cast an echo, and the echo bounces off of the wall. And so the prisoners think that the shadows are talking. Okay. okay? And that's how they perceive reality. They think that that's what reality is, because that's all they know, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, imagine if one of those... Uh, dudes escapes he turns around he sees there's this wall there are these dudes who are like casting these shadows with these puppets there's this fire he goes past the fire he finally makes it out of the cave and he (laughs) and he like sees the sun for the first time and he goes blind because he's never seen the sun before he's lived in this cave this whole time and he's screaming and he's like tortured and he tries to run back into the cave because he's not ready for this all right this is horrifying. Yeah. So that's Plato. That's Plato's way of saying that's we are all these prisoners, and that's our relationship to reality. That our sense perception, like everything that we kind of have direct experience of, is not the real reality. So guess what movie this sounds like? I what? We talked about it like a few episodes. The Matrix. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is another. It always comes back to the Matrix. Another huge influence of the Matrix. This is why I wanted to do like. With the, dealing, the Matrix just takes every fucking philosophical problem you can fucking think of, right? And throws it into a big pot. Um, 
which uh is a kind of interesting but also just fucking lazy um but anyway that's besides the point um Plato basically is is trying to say that everything that we directly experience is not real reality. Um, there's more to, or there's more to life than just what we experience with our perceptions and our you know direct experience. There are these things called Platonic forms, the forms, the ideas. Um, that's what kind of the sun represents, and like the actual natural objects out outside of the cave. Everything outside of the cave are basically like like the things that cast the shadow, the original object, that's yeah. the ideal form. The shadow is what we directly experience. Right. Okay. So platonic forms are the ideas behind that, that, that kind of give reality to, you know, the things that we experience. So like Tim, the cat, there's like this idea of like catness of like being a cat. Yeah. Right. Like why, why do we say we see Tim the cat is just sleeping there like a fucking asshole? He sleeps you know, uh, a lot. And then we go outside, we see another cat. Like, why don't we call the other cat an entirely different object? Why do we say that that's also a cat? Because they're both cats. Because they're both cats. Yeah. Okay. Why, how are they both cats? Biology. Sure, biology. So this is where we get into like why Plato's ideas are a little outdated. Remember, the Greeks didn't have any idea about DNA or like species or like how fucking how do you define one animal from yeah. another right they didn't have the science of biology but that mm. that science hadn't been developed yet uh so this is basically the our first stab our first attempt at trying to do that is with plato and plato's saying well he's trying to explain why do we call one cat and another cat cats uh and he says because there's this idea uh of catness that exists in this like ethereal like transcendent plane and this catness is like this like source of power that grants reality to every cat does that kind of make sense yeah plato how about this how about we call them cats because they're fucking cats you fucking idiot you're begging the question dude no i'm not yeah you are that's what that because like that doesn't mean anything why do you call one cat and another cat both cats ben just because they're cats, that doesn't yeah. explain anything. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. How does it not explain anything? It's a tautology. A tautology. A, what? a tautology is is where you just equate one thing with another, and you don't explain why. You're not explaining why. Why is? Well, here's what Plato's not explaining. Why the fuck there's some kind of weird, mysterious group that has uh, nine people chained up that they raise from birth that they're it's feeding a, every day, and that they're somehow doing puppet acts for? That's a hypothetical. I know right? that. Look, he's, the, the, his, the, symbolic, the, the, the symbolism mm-hmm. makes sense. What you're saying makes total sense, where it's like our, the way we perceive reality can be different from what is yeah. actually uh, happening. It's just our perception that that, that could be a bit off. Mm-hmm. But his metaphor is fucking shit. That's a bad metaphor. Why? Because why would anyone do that? Okay, it's it's just it's just some, supposed to illustrate this, right? Let's ignore that. But it's okay? bad. He's doing a bad job. Hey, Plato, if you're listening, okay, in it, hell where you're burning <laughs> for all eternity because you did not accept Jesus Christ, your metaphor sucks, and so do you. I was you a don't fan like of it. His. Okay, so let's get down I like to this. this until then. Let's get let's get down to this. You don't like it because it's it's it doesn't. It just make, ma- it's just how could anyone? No one would ever that? really do that. How could I mean the the fact that you sat in a college. 
a class at Princeton University, uh, seven million dollars a year. That you sat there and some 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 professor, some fucking tweed wearing uh, creep with a fucking corncob <laughs> pipe, is like, yeah, these guys are in a cave, and you didn't even stand up and say, why the fuck are they in this cave? This makes no sense. That to me because is a disgrace, and you you're missing the whole, you're jail. missing the point entirely. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. It's it's for the sake of explanation. Just pretend that this happens. I right? mean, you're mad at me because I'm saying a cat is a cat. For some reason, that's a crazy thing to say. Okay, it's but you not just accept crazy. that there's a bunch of Greeks in a fucking cave six billion Let's years ago, chained up. Okay, no, the the real issue here. Where is... Where they get these babies from? You don't like you don't like this. You're getting really upset about because this about... metaphor blows. Okay, fine. Ignore, ignore the fucking metaphor. I don't right? know how. Get out of the fucking get out of the fucking cave. No. All right. Um, I go blind. Let's go back to this thing about the cat. Remember? Okay. So you have this issue with uh, authority. No, you think you think that saying, you know, why do we call a cat a cat? Okay, let's let's get into this. Actually, let's do let's do what Socrates does. All right. Die. You want to rather die, or you want to get to the bottom of this? I'd rather die. Okay. Well, no. Go ahead. Uh, look, just just bear with me here. I'm okay? trying. I've been doing it for the last fucking 18 years. Um, okay, so... None been a long time. You see one cat, okay? And then you see another cat. So why do you call them both a cat? Because they're from the feline species. They're from the feline species, yes. okay? How do you define feline? You'd have to talk to a doctor. Or not a doctor. Or a, sci- or a scientist. <laughs> or a doctor. Right? Just go to a general practitioner. Hey, why is a cat a cat? You'd be like, what? Sure. Uh, no, because they're because that's what they are. They're cats. Okay. They come from the feline species. We got to get into this in maybe another episode. But there's this thing that you keep kind of falling into, which is... Being you, handsome? You, you're, well, I guess, I guess since you're so handsome, you just like, you know, life was handed to you, so you never... You know, stop to think about these things. I haven't worked a day in my life. Uh, <laughs> I know you haven't. Um, <laughs> uh, so the issue, what's at stake here is basically like what Plato's trying to say is like universals, concepts that we apply to a lot of different objects. Okay, um, why do they? What do they share in common? Why do we say that they're all part of this category? Yeah. Why is Tim and why is another feline-looking? like animal yes you know why are they included in the same category of cat now you say it's because they're cats well how are they cats they're because biologically they're that's what their species is okay so you're not like giving me anything new you're not tell you're not like if i was genuinely curious why do you call these two objects the same thing and you say well because they're both cats and i'm like okay well what's a cat well, I'd be like, you went to Princeton. How do you not know what a cat is? No, okay, is? pretend I didn't go to Princeton. Pretend I'm some fucking alien. Or maybe I woke up from a coma where, like, I'm everything I ever knew that maybe you did. Is, is, I'm starting to think that you just <laughs> hung out in New Jersey for four years. Why would I do that? Because, I don't know. Why would know. anybody do that? Well, I don't know. The only See, reason now anybody... you're begging the question, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm not begging the question. I'll beg you I'm a question. I'm asking you a question. I'll beg you a question. What's your deal? Okay, let's fucking get back on here, because this is important, okay? Yes. All right, let's pretend that... I, let's say it's not me. Let's say it's some uh, 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 like alien who just okay. landed. Okay, there's an alien who just landed. I'm like, what's up? Okay, he doesn't know anything about like Earth. He lands. I walk up. I go. Does someone say Pat Dean? And then he'll go. What the fuck are you talking about? What is a Pat Dean? It's me, baby. And it's you. And he's like, Oh, Dean okay. man, you've heard of me. And then so he'll say like, What do you mean by you? I've been on Vice. <laughs> 
All right, fuck you. God no. damn it! What? I hate this fucking podcast. Why? Listen. Because you. Because you are. I'm conf- trying to do that. I'm trying to fucking tell you something here. Okay. Yeah. Listen. listen. Okay. Stop. 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 <laughs> stop what? This is the most heated I think I've actually gotten on this podcast. Good. I gotta explain that this Latin to you. passion. This is yeah. Oh, Junoy, baby. Okay. Oh um, shit. <laughs> I'm an alien. Yeah. I land. Right. I see. Tim the cat. You're an illegal alien. I see. I'm an illegal alien. Fine. So I the wall, baby. Let's take, you know, pot shots at, at you know, me being fucking Latin. Hey. Uh, you fucking bog jumper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see Tim the cat. I see another cat. Right. Right. I don't know they're cats. I just see these two things that kind of look similar. Uh-huh. And then you go, well, that's a cat and that's a cat. And I'm like, well, why are, why are they both? Why do you call them that? Both that? They're two different yeah. objects. Yeah. Okay. So why why do you call those two different objects the one thing? I would say they're from the same species of animal. Okay. So they are different individuals, part of a larger group. Part of a larger group. Is what I'd say to the alien. And then I would say, why the fuck are we talking about cats? You're an okay, alien. Fine. So just stop. So the, that's that's important. So yes. you have this category that uh, of um, of these all these cats. Yes. Right. Now, what unifies all of them? It's the fact that they belong to the species, they share these same characteristics or uh-huh. whatever, blah, blah, blah. So you can get more and more refined at that. Here's the main point before we have to stop here. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> Soonish. Um, so Plato, what's important about his theory of, of like uh, platonic ideals, I should tell you at this point that I don't believe he's right about this. Then why I, are you getting so I mad? I don't believe because you need to understand why he's trying to get there, why he wants to explain this. Okay, um, we take. I think we take that for granted that we just kind of take these categories uh, that are that we just kind of grew up knowing, and we don't think about why we have separated these categories in these ways. Yes, right. So that's what's important. That's what this is. That's what philosophy really is when you get it down to the actual like distilled thing of it. Dang. Okay. Is it's like it's trying to find out what the fuck is going on, what the fuck everything is. And what's everyone's right? problem. And what is every, everyone's problem? Basically, and the problem here is that we've chained up a group of people in a cave and Yeah. So okay, fine. whether you don't whether it doesn't matter if you don't fucking like the way he like executed it. The that's what I don't like. That's fine, then that's an artistic thing. Yeah, I'm an artist. Okay, f- fine. Who gives a shit? I play the banjo. <laughs> then, oh man, you are not allowed to talk about what? artistic fucking values. You know how hard it is to play the banjo? Yeah, I bet it's real hard. Um, <laughs> look, okay, so here's the thing. Let me yeah. just fucking finish this thought. Well, I'm trying to, but you keep okay. talking about the banjo. I'm gonna... You keep bringing it up, and I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? <clears throat> so what happens? What's your point, bitch? Okay. Pop daddy? <laughs> Fucking pop daddy bitch. Look, okay, so... Yeah. Plato is attempting to explain why we see these different objects. They're actually, like, discrete different objects, right? But we group them together based on something. And he's trying to explain what that something is that we base it on. Yes. That we base the similarity on. And it's basically this way of, like, how do we... How do we justify universals like cats? Why do we call cats cats? He says it's because they all share this one thing. They have to, right? In order yes. to be the same thing. Uh, that thing is Katniss. Okay? Not Katniss Dean. Not, not fucking <laughs> Hunger Games. But cat, Katniss or the ideal cat like concept. What? Okay? The way you... What, what are you going to say? You are fucking... 
So one Trying time, to fight back a lot. I'm hanging out, right? <laughs> okay, go. I get a text message from our friend Zach Brooks, comedian in town. And it just says, on all caps, Patness Everdeen. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never seen those movies or read those books, so I just didn't get the reference. And so I looked at it and I was like, all right, like whatever. And then I don't even think I responded. And I talked to him like two days later and he was like, Patness Everdeen, right? And I was like, yeah, what was that about? He's like, yeah, it's like, you know, from the Hunger Games, Katniss. I just didn't get the reference. And apparently <laughs> he came up with that. He came up with that while he was driving and he was so excited to text me that he pulled over. No he way. stopped driving to pull <laughs> and, he, and he did that. And I just didn't, I was just like, okay, it just flew over my head, which is kind of a, a, a feat. If you know how big my fucking head is. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, okay, go on. Well, I can't believe that he just, I don't know. I mean, uh, whatever. I just it's just it. so obvious. It's right there. Patness, but I, I don't, I never read the book. How would I know? Well, you wouldn't know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or seen the movies. I don't see movies. I consider them sinful. Yeah. <laughs> Motion pictures. That's disgusting. Look, if you what you think you're God. This is the, you know the first movie. The Allegory of the Cave, bitch. Oh, the first movie. Um. Okay. Yeah. You don't think I'm back on this guy's side? You're, yo, you're back. Oh, look, That's all. My it took? point. My point about the whole thing is that I understand what the lesson is. I understand what the metaphor is. Mm-hmm. It's just bad writing. Okay, uh, that's not the point at all. Okay, fine. That's but that's how can fine. we that's how can we opinion. take this guy pers- How can we take this guy seriously? Because it's the first time that someone attempted it. Okay, so? it was it was the first time that he did that. He's you know, figuring Miles, it out. Miles Davis, uh, first time he attempted to he got it right on the jazz. first time. Yeah, it's called Kind of Blue. It's well, a fucking album. Good Never for heard of it. fucking Miles Davis. Yeah, it was great. Right? It's a great album. Plato right. blows and Miles Davis rules. What do you say to that shit? Fine. So I don't give a shit about so, how good Plato's like actual artistic value is. Right. Why would you? You majored in it. Why would you care about it? <clears throat> I didn't major in his fucking uh, uh, like narrative structure. I, I, I majored in his fucking ideas. Well, bitch. it seems like you, his ideas are faulty because this writing makes no sense. Well, I guess the ideas are faulty. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right, actually. Well, so yeah. So the, his ideas are not faulty. They're not like totally uh, uh, you know, airtight or watertight. You water got mad because you said they were outdated. Then when I pointed out why they're outdated, you got mad at me. No, I didn't say that. That I was. What, what, what do you? What You're do you mean? like they're outdated because he's like, well, how come a cat is a cat? How come those th- or, or both? That's cats what I'm telling you. Yes, and one's so in I motion and one's not. And then I said, well, because from science, which wasn't around yet, which is why okay, they're outdated. That's what I'm, so so I I'm, agree with you, bitch. Right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> mad at each other and we agree with each other. Right. This is the We're end of friends. every pa- podcast. It's just like We're us, Catholic. Us screaming at each other <laughs> and then being like, "We're both right." You're right. Um. Look. <laughs> this is, what a nightmare. Look. Uh, we gotta fucking wrap this up. So here's here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, okay. wrap it up. Fucking pop daddy. Yeah. Um. S-series. So yes, his ideas is outdated. That's right. why I don't believe that. Like you know, you can't just answer the question with catness. There's more to it. There's got to be more to it than that. Right. And we'll get into that in the next episode because that's what Air, that's where Aristotle kind of takes part it. Part three with of it. of the Greek tri- part three, trilogy. Yeah. The, the triple stack trilogy. The triple stack thr- trilogy. The trilogy. The oh, Greek trilogy. Yeah. Um, I yeah. like that. You like it? Yeah. Let's go with that one. Oh, you, li- you like that shit? Oh, yeah. How do you, you like that? You like that shit? Yeah, I like it. Um, oh, I love it, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love to learn a philosophy. I like, ah. we're, we're back here. We're, we're being friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, Aristotle takes that idea of like, well, okay, we do need to explain how why we associate these different objects together into one concept. Yes. All right. And then he goes into, all right, so let's 
think about what this concept is. P- Plato was kind of content with saying, oh, it's just Katniss. It's just the idea of being a cat. Right. Or like you see a dog and another dog. What's the similarity between them? Oh, so they, it's, it's dogness. Dirty dog. Right. The, the importance of Plato is that he was the first one to actually try to explain that shit. No one else really thought about it. And so Aristotle took it further and was like, well, we can't just stop at dogness. That's ridiculous. Right. There's, mo- there's got to be more to it than that. And Dude, so- Aristotle was like a real Dean man. I think you'll like Aristotle better. Well, let me ask you something. Plato, do you think Plato is a reference to Plato? No. no. <laughs> Play-Doh? Of course, of course not, no. You don't think so? No. I've always thought it was. First of all, they're, they're spelled entirely different ways. I know, but Play-Doh, Play-Doh, how could it not be? Oh, are you saying... Plato is a reference to the, Plato. The, the toy, yeah. the fucking is weird like clay. A, is it like a a, a reference to Plato, the philosopher? What do you think? Probably right. I've always oh thought fuck that. maybe. I just thought I just thought of that. Every time you've said Plato, I thought of Plato. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the first thing that any English speaker I think thinks of. When this they hear whole Plato. podcast, all I've thought about is Plato and how I want to eat it. Well, you know, maybe because the people who created Plato probably named it play-doh because they're like oh you can take this like raw substance and form it into whatever shapes you want dang and that's like you know a platonic form that kind of manifests itself into reality whoa if they were thinking that while they were making this fucking stupid clay for children yeah then that then they are very overeducated for what they are doing (laughs) who knows but all right so play-doh the philosopher yeah. So, how, how many Dean Mans do you give them? Man, out of what's 10 the Dean scale? Man? Is it out of ten now? Yeah, ten Dean Mans. Okay. I, so before I do that, I need to amend my uh, rating of Hannah Arendt because why? Well, because when you asked me that question in that episode, it was out of five Dean men. Oh, we can just do it out of five if you want. Well, I said four point five. What did I say? I think I said four point five out of five, which yeah. means nine out of ten Dean men. That's right. what Hannah Arendt gets. Just to be clear. Okay. Um, we'll just stick to five then. Out of five Dean men. God damn it. I just adapted to the 10, to the 10 scale. No, nah, I forgot the 10 scale, baby. You're so infuriating. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a cool guy, and you're lucky to know me. Fine. So out of five Dean men, what do you give Plato? Like 3.5. 3.5. Because he was very, very important and very, very influential, and he kind of invented like the whole thing, the whole way we do philosophy. But the, his actual ideas, I'm not down with. There's a lot of shit in the Republic that is like fucking ridiculous and kind of like borderline totalitarian and censorship. Really? Yeah, he wanted to ban all these different art forms because he thought that it uh, didn't help education of young men to turn into like actual citizens. And that included like poetry. And well, I don't, I don't mind him banning poetry because poetry is god awful. Yeah, poetry is usually pretty bad. Yeah, but he, he wanted to ban Homer and like the Iliad and the Odyssey. Um, and those are fucking tight. Those are like awesome stories. Anyway, well, that's been the podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I'll give I'll give Plato. What do you think? Yeah, well, you know, on the one hand, he is incredibly clearly important, mm-hmm. but, on, but on the other hand, you know, some of this stuff is just for fucking kids. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give him three. Three. What, what don't you like about him? Just the just. You don't like that allegory? I of the liked cave. everything until that cave. That cave thing really soured me. So it's, but just to be clear, you didn't like it because why it was so, it was so It like, just unlikely? makes no sense. Like at least with some of the other thought experiments, 
some of them conceivably could happen. Like, if, like if if you were you just for think some reason, if you were some reason on, on on a train track and the operator there and the uh, the opportunity to kill one person, yeah, that could I, happen. That could I maybe it could happen. That's fine. Then that's a legit criticism. Is that yeah? It's it it's really unrealistic and and like there's no way that that could happen but that's not the point so you have to try to try please do me a favor and try to see past that and understand that he's trying to get at how his whole point is that direct experience is not truth there's that's a truth that lies behind the point everything. is good okay but the execution is bad. bad so the execution you give that what zero it'd be demon? like it'd be like if, if I, like, like what if i invented the electric guitar i invented uh-huh. that and you're like holy shit yeah and everyone after me Jimi hendrix is after me Fucking uh, all these people are after me, but like I suck. Oh, but you suck at the electric. But I'm guitar. bad. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Right. That's legit. You I invented the electric guitar. A guy named Les Paul, who's actually very talented. Who's actually very talented. So. Okay. You know what? My metaphor sucks too. You know what? Five out of five. Five out of five. Demons. <laughs> I take it back. Okay. Plato, I fucked up, and I take it back. Five out of five. Demons. He, he doesn't care. He's dead. Yeah, he's been dead for a while, he and he's been burning in hell. Mm-hmm. Like I said. He's been burning in hell for like uh, I don't know over three thousand years. Let's let's not. That sucks. We, we always kind of do this where we meander at the end of the podcast. No, we don't. We talk about different historical figures burning in hell. Uh, but look, you can follow us on various forms of social media. If you enjoy the show, you can tell your friends about it. But if you really enjoy the show, uh, write an iTunes review. Give us five stars, please. Five D. Uh, write up write a positive review. Hey, these guys are good. They're cool guys. Yeah, Whatever. I learned something. Why do yeah, you... Yeah, right what you learned. Why is this Irishman and this Jew screaming at me? Yeah. Um, uh, if you have a topic that you would like us to discuss, uh, or if you have feedback about the show, just tweet us. Uh, your, your personal uh, Twitter is at Gristleporn. Mine's at Gristleporn. Well, let's say the... the uh, uh, the podcast has its own Twitter. It's uh, I learn, at I learned Nothing. Do you run that? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm glad, because okay. I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, if it just existed and neither one of us ran it, I'd be horrified. That's fine. I do, I do most of the social media. <laughs> yeah, I do nothing. Um, uh, I'm most responsive, Bitch. or we, we are most responsive uh, on Facebook. So like our page, uh, check out for updates there. Uh, I learn just the page is called I Learn Nothing. Um, we have a website, ilearnnothing.com. Um, I got to update that shit. But, uh, you know, our bios are on there. Our bios. We have guys, our bios. Read the bios. Learn more about us. And then uh, we're I'm, mysterious guys. Yeah. I'm putting up a bibliography, working on it. Uh, it's all Wikipedia. Yeah. It's all just Wikipedia articles. <laughs> um, and um what else oh instagram okay so we are fucking hunting down this guy as we speak the guy who stole uh at i learned nothing right now unfortunately we are uh at i learned nothing podcast humiliating but we're gonna find this 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 fucker and we're gonna fucking slit his throat every day i wake up humiliated that we don't have i learned nothing on instagram it's humiliating it's this will not stand so tweet at i learned nothing tweet at gristleporn uh, my personal twitter is at pat dean but yeah uh find us on facebook uh that's more most responsive so write something on there or just tweet at us and let us know what you think. If you have a topic to discuss, let us know. If you think Ben's a, uh, a blowhard piece of shit, let I, us know. I totally am. I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. And if you think that I'm just a cool, handsome, rugged individual, let us know that as well. I'm smart as shit. But thanks for listening to the show, you crumb bums. And write us, <laughs> write us a popular review. And look, just take care of yourself. And don't, don't go blind after uh, leaving a cave. That's, that'd be bad. Yeah, just stay in your caves. Yeah. yeah stay in your caves, bitch. Uh, part three of the Triple Stack Trilogy next week. Trilogy. Trilogy.
International. International. 